Welcome to uh, Fresh Off the Boat. This is episode 13 with Bharat Chopra, a student I've known since 2015 when he was in St. Columbus School in New Delhi. And uh, of course, he had interesting overlap choices uh, of colleges. We'll talk about those later, but he's graduated uh, just this May from University of Michigan with uh, a major in business from the Ross School and a minor in statistics. Is that correct? Uh I ended up dropping it, but okay, fine. That's great. That's that's something we'll we'll learn about too. Yeah. Uh, having uh, known you for like good five six years now, mm -hmm. what's always stood out in my mind was like you know very enterprising, wants answers, very inquisitive, doesn't take a no, <laughs> and that's the spirit I think business schools would also appreciate <laughs> in people. Uh, how was it like settling into Michigan from Delhi? Yeah. No, I think um, freshman year was a bit, I, I want to say, like, tough in that because there were a lot of changes that I was experiencing coming from Delhi. I think it was more a mix of, like, cultural and professional. Um, also because I was in CBSE, which is, like, you know, the national curriculum in India. So just adjusting to, like, the academic preferences in terms of, like, writing papers, um, that was kind of a challenge. But I appreciated that universities in the U.S., um, especially University of Michigan, really had the resources for us like internationals you know, to kind of learn um, and adjust to the new environment. And one thing I actually liked about Michigan, it being a big school, is that there's also just a lot of internationals. So I could always find my own community. I think the bigger challenge was more so adjusting to the cultural things. So whether it's like, you know, in social, like social scenes or just like food habits, um, but I think as as long as you kind of like um, accept things and just like, you know, move with the flow, you kind of figure it out um, eventually. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And then uh, you went in with that preferred choice, Ross mm -hmm. sort of uh, entry program. Uh, how did it work actually in reality for you? Yeah, so no, that, that's a good question actually, because I always wanted to study business. Um, but up until my year, what was happening is that you could always apply to Ross after your freshman year. And my dad actually, um, well, at the time I was 18, so I didn't really have much of an independent brain to think on my own. Um, but my dad always kind of thought that, you know, now that I'm getting education in the U.S., like, why not consider liberal arts? Like, like yes, I have an interest in business, but why not give liberal arts a shot first? So I enrolled in LSNA at Michigan. My freshman year obviously took you know, writing classes, math classes, um, economics to apply to the business school. But what I really appreciated was that I took classes in psychology, um, public health, creative writing, um, things that I would have just never thought that I would be interested in the first place. Um, and, you know, after my freshman year, I kind of realized that, okay, like I really enjoy writing. Um, I am like, I think I'm decent at like, kind of like, you know, socializing with people but I would still like to make sure that I get a business degree. So I applied to Ross after my freshman year with an application. Um, the, you know, they use essays and your freshman year GPA was fortunate enough to get in. But I think my freshman year really helped me kind of choose a path within business because now that, now that I knew that I was kind of looking for something more qualitative and quantitative, um, finance was kind of the thing within business. Great. So and what's the typical day in the life of a Ross uh, upperclassman, like since you're now just graduated? 
how is it different from your say second year at Ross? Yep. No, that, that that's that's an interesting question. It's actually funny because a lot of Ross students also um, laugh about it because the first two years in Ross versus last year is very different. So when you get in, um, you know, it's it's a bit tough to adjust um, because while Ross, like the thing with the business school is that in general, it tends to be more competitive um, because while the university is a pretty big university, but business school still has like, I want to say like 600 to 550 students per class. Um, and then you're also divided into like your own sections within that. So things can get pretty competitive. Um, and there's a mix of quantitative classes like accounting, finance, and then you also have, you know, qualitative classes like marketing, business communications. Um, and at first it's kind of intimidating, you know, because you're always in some ways surrounded by a lot of like type A students who went through an application process to get into the business school. And then also once you get into the business school, there's always this rush to get internships and then jobs. So first year is a lot about adjusting to things, um, meeting new people, learning how to network for a job, always working on perfecting your resume, uh, making sure you're talking to the right people. But after a time, you know, you kind of figure out a way to like adjust to the stress and then you start having fun or like, like some people joke about it, like some people actually like start thriving in the stressful environment where you like competing with people. But I think it's more also like a healthy competition at the end of the day. Great. <clears throat> so in terms of preparation for say, now that you've joined RBC mm -hmm. and starting out in July, the investment banking, finance, skills, did you see that uh, as a natural extension of what you were good at, like math and number crunching, or was it something that you learned about yourself? Yeah, um, that's, I think there was like a mix of both. Um, so after my freshman year at Michigan, I definitely knew that math was something I was strong at. Well, I kind of realized that in high school, um, but I will also say that the way to teach math in some ways um, in the US and some schools like Michigan is like slightly different than how we were taught in India. Um, and some of it's just like a lot more thought provoking. So. Once I got adjusted to that, I knew that quantitative was something that I was good at. I originally thought I wanted to go into accounting, but the good thing about Michigan, or I, I would say a lot of undergraduate business schools in the US, whether you have Wharton, Stern, is that they have like clubs on camp, like in the business school. So I, I joined a couple of investment clubs and I was working on, you know, pitching stocks, analyzing companies. And then I realized that investment banking is similar to accounting in that there's quantitative aspects. But then you also have to add on this qualitative aspect in terms of like working with people for, well, you know, not to sugarcoat things, but like weeks can be like 90 hour work weeks, 100 hour work weeks, and you work on the weekends too. So there's this qualitative aspect where the people you're working with have to like you. Um, you have to be comfortable with working with people in teams. And that's something I realized that Ross helped me get better at. Um, I don't think I had those skills in high school. I was I guess if you remember, I was pretty shy originally. Um, and once I kind of realized that I could get better at those, obviously I applied for internships. I interned with the Royal Bank of Canada um, summer of 2019 and then ended up getting the return offer. So I guess in short, it was a mix of things I already knew about myself and learning new things on the way. Super. So is the business uh, degree uh, have enough quant to qualify as a STEM major for you or it's really not? Yeah, that's a good question. So Michigan BBA is not STEM um, because 
it has it, but I think it's more so for, for designation. Um, but if it's helpful, I think NYU Stern has STEM. Um, and I think Wharton is also STEM. Sure. So if someone's considering that. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of you, going to switch gears now. If you were to look at mm-hmm. your life and say, learning from a mistake or a failure in college, what one or two sort of anecdotes would you like to share? Yeah. Um, I think there's like a lot of them. Um, we could probably like spend <laughs> hours and hours talking about those given it's like four years of just like continuously learning. But one thing, um, again, I can't really speak to like others, but I realized in general that in a lot of, I guess, Indian culture, uh, and something I realized with my own friends is when I came here, I always had these, like, you know, in general, like preconceived notions about how I viewed certain things in life in general, um, whether it's like socializing with people or, um, you know, like if I focus too much on academics, like, or if I had too much fun, maybe I wouldn't like get that better at academics or I wouldn't be able to do well. Um, and something I realized at Michigan is that it's important to like strike that balance and that I feel was kind of the mistake that I was making um, early on. Cause I remember like freshman and sophomore year, a lot of the time I kind of spent on um, classes, but um, for example, I still remember the first, this is kind of, kind of funny cause the first party I think I ever went to in Michigan was like my sophomore year. Um, cause I just always thought that I always had to choose between the two, but over time I realized that it's important to strike that balance. So it's not really like a specific anecdote, but you know, sure. in the overarching theme, I kind of learned that, um, you can't really start something with like a preconceived notion in mind. You just have to be flexible and fluid with how things turn out and just adapt. Um, okay, so I have, yeah. Yeah, I have one more rapid fire sort of question, which is <laughs> about your strengths. Like if you were to pick three adjectives to mm-hmm. uh, define your strengths, what would they be? Yep. So first one, obviously, you know, you've talked about it in, in this discussion, quantitative skills. I always knew that something related to math numbers wasn't an issue. So I knew that I wanted to use that. Um, secondly, communication skills. Um, I knew that even though I wasn't, I was pretty shy. Um, I always kind of tried my best or I was pretty good at like seeking help or being honest with people if I had certain problems. Um, and I realized that when you actually are honest with people in terms of like, if you don't like the way they are working or you have certain issues, um, people actually take it well, obviously if you frame it um, the right way, you know? And third of all, I think it was also, as I said before, it's that you can't, you know, in like in terms of like working in teams, um, you can't really micromanage things. And I, slight, like starting from freshman year when I had a lot of team projects, I figured out pretty fast that there were times that if things went wrong, you couldn't really put the blame on someone. You know, you just had to take the blame as a team because as a team, you're not just working on one project. If it's for a semester, you're working on like 10 different projects. Um, and one thing can like, lead to multiple impacts on like different projects. So like making sure that you're not influencing or like micromanaging people within a team and just like letting them also run their own processes and then obviously assessing things how they went. So I think it's like my communication skills, um, quantitative and kind of teamwork skills. Great. So some some sort of advice for students who are looking at business as an undergrad major. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would you think uh, 
you didn't know about business school uh, and wish you knew and what do you think the admissions team would really want to see in high school students who are interested in business and business is pretty broad too it could be social yeah. impact investing marketing whatever mm-hmm. uh, so yeah go ahead yep so i guess i'll answer in like two parts first of all something i didn't know about coming to business school is how big of a role um your social skills just play and by social skills i just don't mean um in terms of like how you talk to people and if you have interesting topics to talk to them about it's also just like how you handle your relationships with people um for example i realized that to get a job in banking or even after doing an internship and now advising students and helping them get interviews for investment banking and get through the rounds um i realized that more than your technical knowledge cuz business in general if you think about it is not that hard to understand um if if you know for if understanding from an indian perspective there's so many companies that are run by engineers in india and that's just the like nature of the thing it's that um business is really broad as you said so it's not that hard to apply your business mindset but to work successfully or like to succeed in business school it's important to be comfortable um around people so i don't really expect the the people side of things to be as important as it turned out to be but i kind of realized that i was pretty decent at it um and i think that's why i enjoyed my time in business school and coming on to your second part of the question which is you know what are some things that admissions like offices would be looking for um i think it's a mix of both i've also realized that over the past 2 or 3 years per se business has become um more famous in the US or i think it just gets becoming more and more famous as a major in the US um so it might be getting competitive but something i realize is that and things that i also see from incoming freshmen when they join our investment clubs or like business fraternities is that a lot of them like had some sort of entrepreneurial mindset or like things in in high school um it didn't really have to be like a profit making business you know for example within their high schools they as far as like their business clubs or something they were looking at investing i know in india like quiz or like quizzing is a big part like i was also involved in quizzing so um in the us they have quiz bowls and you know it's like just getting involved in things related to business to show your interest um and also secondly i think as i've been you probably realize that i've um emphasized the importance of teamwork and communication i think that's something they're also looking um from incoming freshman is like how you can show to them that obviously you need a business school to develop those skills in a professional environment but that's something you've depicted that like since yeah well said i think uh, it kind of definitely gives pro tips to kids who are thinking of business school and very often we just forget that it's a lot of teamwork in uh, in store so there are several breakout sessions case study analyses oh, groups yeah. and other things uh, and also clubs and organizations you join uh, so if you were to uh, kind of uh, look at this covid era where people mm-hmm. are displaced uh, confused uh, especially high school kids who are going to college they have a packing list they all ex- were supposed to be excited about college and they have no where to go now or uh, even the kids who are graduating like you who have been very unlucky with their jobs uh, being rescinded um, or or not having got a job offers what do you think uh, is the message when life throws lemons at you what do you do <laughs> not just the lemon yeah 
Yeah, that's a good question. I think uh, now that you ask me, I still remember that when I was coming to Michigan, I didn't really think I didn't really think that like life in general, you know, I was just an 18 year old excited to go to college. But I realized that within four years, like you actually start thinking about these things. Um, and something I've, you know, this is something I've also been thinking about myself, because as of now, I'm lucky to still have a job and I'll be starting in New York. But I'll be applying for visa next April. I didn't, I'm getting the lottery this year. Next year is my last chance. And so I'm kind of preparing myself to, you know, that mindset. And I think the message that I'm getting from talking to people is that, again, you just got to like stay fluid and, you know, adapt to the changing times. Um, I think something I realized at Michigan and just like in college in general is that when we're in this phase of like 18 to 21, 22, we often tend to think in like in a short-sighted way where it's like, um, if I don't get into this college, then I don't think I can have a successful career. Or if I don't work at this bank doing investment banking, then I probably will not have a successful career. But careers don't work from like 18 to 22. You know, they last till like you're 60, 62, or like 70, or until the day you die. Like, you, like you're continuously working, like depending on what you choose to do in life. Um, so it doesn't take a lot of time um, for things to improve. And something I've realized, and I think, again, like I think going to college in the U.S. has helped me staying away from family is that uncertainty is just like, you just have to accept it. Like there's some, there's so many things in life that are just like outside of your control and as frustrating it is that you can control it. I think it's helpful to just not think about it because that just puts you at ease. Um, the idea that there's, yeah, yeah, like the idea that there's like something that won't work out for you. Right, right, right. So I'm going to ask you just one final question. Mm -hmm. You know, like business gurus, there are so many interesting people online, uh, especially now, I'll kind of giving Gyan on your Facebook feed, on LinkedIn, everything else. Who do you follow? If you were to pick two or three people you follow uh, for whatever you want to learn, uh, who are these influencers? Um, that's a tough one because I have to think about it. Um, one thing I'll definitely say is like Ray Dalio. I'm sure... A lot of people talk about his book, Principles. Um, I've personally read it, and I know it's like a really popular book, but I realized that it's actually really helpful. Um, I think Ray Dalio loves talking about this idea of like personal board of directors, which is like having people around you who you can tell everything um, and who know like they won't judge you. So Ray Dalio is someone um, I like to often read about. Um, secondly, the person who also like, you know, who like Ross is named after, Stephen M. Ross. Um, he is actually, again, I find him to be pretty pragmatic in his approach. And again, he also likes to talk about this idea that things are really uncertain all the time. Like you can't um, really control everything. So just like let things be and eventually they'll figure out if you keep trying. So I guess Ray Dalio and Stephen M. Ross are the two people um, that come to my mind. Um, but I have been reading a lot of philosophy books and I realized that obviously I wouldn't suggest incoming freshmen to read philosophy as of now. There's, there's better things to be doing with your life than reading boring philosophy like me. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think reading definitely helps if you're interested in something. Fantastic. So that's so amazing to uh, have reconnected with you, Bharat. And uh, all the best with your new job and moving to New York. Um, Thank you. It's a it's a different world out there and hope things settle down soon. Uh, yep. 
and yes, uh, hope to see you in person uh, when I'm visiting. I, I do sure. make trips to uh, universities, as you would know. Mm -hmm. It's just, yep. uh, yeah, it's it's just looking forward to. Uh, I know this year's trip has been stolen, but uh, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so for sure. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Yep. Bye. Bye.